0: Betches Media presents...
1: Will you suck... i d- ...to fix this water problem?
2: Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in
1: the room. And I, oh,
0: goodbye, Kyle!
1: At Betches.
0: Rise and shine.
1: Hello and welcome to the At Betches podcast. I am Chris Burns, a.k.a. Fat Carrie Bradshaw, a.k.a. host of The Bachelor podcast, and I'm joined by... Two lovely ladies and, dare I say, friends.
3: Wow. An honor.
1: Hi. First we have uh, Dana. Would you hi, like- I'm back again.
3: Yes, hi. Dana Samuel, um, community manager and manager of the UUP and Wen's Happy Hour Instagram accounts. And we're also here with Barry.
2: Hi, friends. I'm Barry. I am the e-commerce manager. I do all things shop batches. Also the host of the mention it all podcast, which is all things bravo related.
1: Um, guys, we have a very exciting episode because we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of things. Most importantly, well, for me, most importantly, is the Bachelorette returns tonight. Okay, how big of a shit show will it be? We will find out. I'm very excited that it's finally returned. Then we'll talk about Max Eric, who, what a goddamn shame this is. So him and <laughs> David Lotto broke up and he is not handling it well at all. It's quite sad, we'll get into that. And then we will talk about US people, us, if you will, Americans um, traveling to London, maybe by Christmas. There's a bunch happening in the travel world and we will just um, discuss and Make sure you stick around because we have Barry's co-host from the Mention It All podcast, Dylan Hafer, talking to superstar, amazing singer Ava Max, which will be so fun. But first, what's going on around Betches?
3: Yes, if you missed it, we launched our new account, Betches Moms. If you're mom curious, if you want to know what it actually takes to get pregnant, raise an actual human we're gonna get into all of that, especially the parts that people don't talk about. So be sure to follow Betch's Moms because we don't trust anyone who who makes this shit look easy. Also, make sure that you subscribe to the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter, like Chris said. Also very excited for The Bachelorette to finally be back on. Give me something to do tonight. Bachelor Breakdown, it goes out now on Wednesdays, and we're going to recap the new episodes, talk about any major dramatic moments, cringeworthy moments, funny moments. There's podcast episodes, memes, everything good about Bachelor Nation. It's in the newsletter. It's like if you wanted to text Chris and I during the episode, that's what reading the newsletter is like. So be sure to subscribe at betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown.
1: Yes. And speaking of, make sure that you're following at Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod at Twitter, because Dana and I will be live tweeting as well tonight.
2: And if you're listening to this podcast, along with any of our other podcasts, you're going to want some merch. We have merch for, I would say all 10 of our podcasts. We have things such as wine glasses, sweatshirts, hats, notebooks sweatpants, tote bags. We have everything. I personally have um, a few of these items. I love the wine glasses. They're like the perfect size, not too big, not too small. It's enough to keep pouring the entire bottle until you drink it all. Um, Yeah. So go to shop.betches.com, look up anything you want. Let me know anything you want, anything you think we're missing and enjoy, enjoy all that merch.
1: All right, guys, and I will enjoy that merch because I'm drinking coffee from one of them <laughs> as we speak. Oh but first, okay, we need to talk about The Bachelor. Or, I mean, not The Bachelor. The ba- we the ba- the bachelor. <laughs> but we have to talk about The Bachelorette, which returns tonight after being gone for seemingly, what, um, goddamn forever, because- Years, it feels COVID. like. So tonight's season is much anticipated. So if you haven't been paying attention, Claire is The Bachelorette tonight. We don't know how long she is The Bachelorette. A lot of rumors circling around there. And because of COVID, they're like only filming in Palm Springs, so they're not traveling. So I think tonight's gonna be a shit show of an episode because we're taking all of these people who have been on quarantine, and I'm sure a very strict quarantine because Mm -hmm. of being on the show. Right. Um, and then setting them loose to compete for one woman in a hotel. <laughs> setting them
3: loose. Setting them loose.
1: I think it's going to be crazy. Also, Palm Springs filming was filming this like during the summer when it's a hundred and twenty degrees. So
3: yeah.
2: Can we also talk about how it's Tuesday? I feel like that's not getting a lot of like talk. The Bachelor is always on Mondays, and this season they change it to Tuesdays. It screws up everybody's schedule, everybody's TV schedule. We should have known right from the get-go that something was going to go wrong. But, like, (laughs) I remember when they announced Claire's The Bachelorette this season, which I don't even remember when that was, but it was so great. Everyone was like, oh, my God. I actually think I was recording this podcast talking about Claire being The Bachelorette, which that's actually full circle. But... Then they asked us thoughts about like when this whole Tasha thing happened because was Claire looking for something like this? Did she know this was going to happen? Was she like, thanks for this opportunity? Bye. Like, I want to see when the guy she was with gets out of that limo. I want to see if we see an instant connection. I want to like. That's what I want to know. Do we see it happen tonight? Yeah. So
1: she allegedly, I think she filmed for eight days. So, like, there had to be some kind of instant connection. So, these are the rumors yeah. that she filmed for eight days. Also, that they were talking before he came. And... <gasps> Salute! Um, Tasha comes and, like, takes over, basically, for Claire. Because Claire's like, I found the one that I want to be with and I'm leaving. So, I think it's going to be very good. Because even the, um, the, the teaser trailer like, they get a lot of good things of Claire yelling at guys, so in eight days she got a lot of...
3: Yeah, she's a lot in your face, which I feel like we all knew was gonna happen going into it, because of, you know, her past instances on the show, but...
1: Like, this is a 30... She's 39, I think? Yeah. I think so. Like
3: She's not fucking around.
1: Yeah. She really did, like... She's like,
3: I don't have time for this, and I wonder if he's gonna get her first impression rose or I'm just, ex- I'm, I'm curious to see that whole first night of interaction or if they're going to even show those parts. You right. know, or I have a question. Edit it around him. Does anyone know
2: if they are together today?
1: Um, no, but I think that they probably are very strict, like not able to post or talk or anything because She must – I mean, they sign, like, heavy contracts.
3: I was going to say, even if they are, it would be the same as when the – like, the people are already engaged on any other season before we see it. But for
2: Claire's instance, we already know what – like, we know she's with him. Like, it's not – that's not the secret. Like, I don't – I don't know.
3: Everything is – if you want to be wrong, everything is still alleged, even though – we're pretty positive based off of all the stuff that happened but we i don't think we'll know until either they switch bachelorettes or the very very end
1: and so much of this has like been leaked and reality steve and like reality steve will know like everything and it's almost always right which also leads us to who is leaking everything from the bachelor (laughs) and i think it's them like And it's working, but it must be, like, purposely being leaked because it does have the whole world being like, this show's going to be such a mess. It's going to be so... And I, for one, love a messy reality show. That's what I (laughs) want. I don't want to see that bullshit where everything, like, works out. I want a mess. I want people screaming at each other. That's what we're here for.
2: I just love that these these shows really just do a little bit of bringing the world together. Not fully, but it's like for one night of the week, everyone's just watching one show. They have fantasy drafts. They have um, drinking games of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like It's just like peace for an hour or maybe two hours tonight. But I think the world loves it because it's someone else's mess they're watching, not their own.
1: Of course. I was just going to say, Americans love nothing more than bonding over watching other people (laughs)
3: I think they I think I kind of agree with you, Chris, that they were leaking all of this based off of of like they had to keep us interested all this time without any new series from them of any kind. they had to string us along, and the fact that they're playing into it with all of the. I think we've talked about this before, you and I, Chris. The like clarity, the clarification, oh, all
1: yeah, disgusting
3: puns—they're <laughs> feeding right into it. So I feel like that's phenomenal promotion-wise for them if they are the ones who are leaking it. Because, yeah, like I—I I mean, I, I was—I was doing fine, truth be told, without the voucher on. It was, it was <laughs> refreshing. But now I'm like, okay, yes, mess. Bring me the mess every single week. There yeah. is the something thing, to talk about. <laughs> they have
2: to pull through with this because I hope it's not one yeah. of those scenarios where they show on the TV all of the good things and then they we watch it and we're like, really? Yeah.
3: There's or not- when
1: it's like pulled out of context and it's like, um, like an acting challenge or something. You know, they're notorious for that. Yeah. though. and they'll do that with like Housewives too. Since we have Barry here, where like Housewives will be like coming up and it's like you fucking bitch and then it actually comes to the thing and they're like okay so recite this line you right are-
2: no you're right em all that you're kind right. of brings me to what sorry small plug here but you guys know real houses of orange county is starting on wednesday and that's exactly what this season is it's Which looks
1: bad and the show important.
2: it the actual season is going to be really bad and they don't have much footage because they took a little bit of a try and they did it during COVID and it, it's a mess and oh God, who cares about them right now? I can't. On yeah. to the Bachelorette <laughs> tonight.
1: <laughs> but so anyway, guys, make sure that you listen to Bachelor tomorrow and we will give a full breakdown of what happened.
4: Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning, and that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates zippy for my son Lucas. It's so adorable, and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery-soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit.
1: and now let's move on and talk about this sad sack um so (laughs) i'm sorry max so demi lovato and max eric who's also like a musician up and coming maybe we will say um
2: maybe he was up (laughs) he's going
1: (laughs) on paper he's like up and coming you know but it's so they got engaged during quarantine which bad idea. I think they started dating like at the beginning of quarantine and then they yeah. got engaged a few months into quarantine and now they broke up. And Demi Lovato released like a new banging song. Max Eric released footage of himself crying on the beach where he proposed. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, he didn't release it, TMZ did, but like also. Yeah, but, like,
2: he didn't release the picture. <laughs>
1: Don't, it's not even pictures it's a video of him like it okay. is the most, it looks like if i wrote a hallmark film and i was like okay what is the cheesiest thing that this guy can do he can go back to the beach where he proposed and sulk into like take off his hat dramatically and then he like stands up and like throws a piece of seaweed and then like kicks something else it's he all
3: like, a piece of seaweed so
1: bizarre <laughs> Um, what does your guys take?
3: I think it's such a mess. It's such a mess. I mean, leave her the hell alone. Leave her alone. Get, it didn't work. It, it's just, I know at the beginning people were so, or some people were on the fence like, oh, maybe it was real. It just didn't work out. You know, that happens sometimes. And then other people were like, no, this was all for clout. But the, mo- the more the days passed, it just looks so much worse and worse and worse reflected on him like okay you're using the same filters that she's using on her instagram stories you're doing like xyz you're going back to the beach and these paps just happen to be there like who didn't give a fuck about you before
1: yeah, this whole like,
3: relationship like come on
2: um okay I know not everyone will agree with what I'm about to say, but when the engagement news broke, was I the only one who was like, okay, now how many days until they break up? Like, I was not I amused that. by this. I was not phased by this engagement. I was like, this is ridiculous. It's one thing I don't care at all about how long anyone's been dating. I think that's fine. You can get engaged in a short amount of time, long amount of time. It's just it the way nice. it went down. And like, it was... Even the amount of time she came out with a song, right at it was
3: just very like. I just thought no. I I thought it was suspicious because I'm with celebrities in particular always a little skeptical about the relationships period, but especially when it's such a quick like dating engagement marriage situation. So I was really skeptical when the news broke, but I was I was really rooting for it for her right. sake because of you know we know all the. mental issues and otherwise that she's gone through so i wanted her like i I wanted there to be some good for her in her life that was in a genuine way and then all this happens now she's contacting lawyers and everything and it seems like he's doing everything under the sun to try and get her attention which is just so desperate and thirsty and honestly embarrassing
1: what the what is the most desperate or thirsty thing you've done to try to get a man's attention i know dana's been in like a loving relationship for years now but
2: okay so and i have not things. okay so i already have my answer it's not ever being desperate or i kind of turn it around and be like well what can i get out of this for me and it's basically just to have sex like it's just like it's not to do anything to get them back it's just like how can i have sex <laughs> with me one more time no i'm <laughs>
3: oh my
2: god Uh, no but you know what's crazy about these celebrities i always laugh about this no matter every day you wake up and there's a new celebrity in the news dating someone else every day so it happens to be that these celebrities are the ones that have just broken up so i'm like do they have matchmakers on speed dial how are they already in another serious relationship i can't even. I literally run out of people on my dating apps cuz I swipe so fast and they're like, "Well, you've gone through all the people in your area." So I'm like, "How do they get set up so fucking quickly?"
1: And they're like always like, "Oh, I'm so- Miley Cyrus is prime example of this where it's like so busy. I'm so so busy. I don't have time for anything but me. I'm focusing on me." And then it's like engaged in March, broken up in July, <laughs> engaged, in March, broken up in June, engaged. And I'm like,
5: uh-huh.
4: "I
1: don't have time to be dating and I am not a famous person like that. Wait, so,
3: Chris, I want to know what your desperate thing would be. What's the, what's yeah, the don't, desperate don't, thing you would do? Don't like not answer the question and have me on a podcast. Just tell me. Um, the
1: <laughs> number of times that I have sent a text and by mistake, but actually meant to send it to them.
3: Oh <laughs> like, man,
1: unparalleled. Um, I also found out this isn't about me, but that my aunt and uncle who've been married for like forty years now um met because he was an electrician and she was a secretary at this place and she like thought he was cute and heard he was coming back the next week so she borrowed her friend's crutches and then when he came back was like I (laughs) fell and broke my leg on the wire that you left last week
3: oh my god
1: (laughs) and then on the date she he was like, I have a confession to make. And now they're married and stuff. But that he, is like, also the Hold on, you guys.
3: <laughs> I'm about to call my electrician to come over. That's hysterical. <laughs> um, no one asked me. But though I am in a loving relationship, I did. I was, you know, fiending at the beginning. And I was drunk at the bar and added him on Facebook and slid into his Facebook DMs asking him to come to the bar. And oh, this is your
2: current boyfriend. My current like, boyfriend. Who oh, did
3: yeah. you do that to? No. <laughs> that's so,
1: I, I feel like that's out of character for you, Dana. I,
3: like, I, Dude, and then I, he was somewhere else, so I invited him to my apartment, and I said, you know what? Don't do that. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're dating. See the difference between us? See the difference between <laughs> us?
2: <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> you mean, said, yeah, actually, not-
2: never mind. It's the classy thing to do. Don't come over. And I'm like, hey, my door's open. Where are
3: you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I think I left something at your, uh, like, whatever. And they'll be like, no, you didn't. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, in my head, they work out, and they never have. Um, we don't need to get into my sad history.
6: We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with BASE, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with BASE. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. BASE is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. basetravel.com slash Betches. Go to basetravel.com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and it's helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/batches today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot slash
1: batches Finally, before we get into the interview with Ava Max, so apparently U.S is, or US, I keep reading the word US, like it's Uh. not standing for something, but apparently Americans are going to be able to travel to London by Christmas. And there also was this article, the Philippines is like opening their doors to travelers, including the US, but you have to go for 90 days and you have to quarantine for the first 14 of them, but you can quarantine at like really nice hotels. So I guess my question is, would you guys travel do you feel safe traveling? What is no? The t-
2: no, I'm not getting on an airplane anytime soon unless I have to. And I am a okay. So I'm a germaphobe in general. So before I've been prepared for this for ever. <laughs> so I think airplanes are one of the most disgusting things in the that exist on the planet. Um, same thing with gym schools. I always wondered why these things aren't cleaned after everyone uses it before open everything. Um, so now, of course, it's just like the subway. Everyone's like, well, now it's the cleanest time to go. It's the cleanest, you know, whatever. But you're still in a vessel breathing in other people's, like, air and germs and everything for a minimum three-hour, fo- like, you know, whereas from New York anywhere is, like, three hours if you're going to Florida, whatever. So, like, I just can't think right now, for me, if it's worth the risk. I- I'm-, I'm content not traveling right now.
3: I, yeah, The you go
1: ahead. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not a germaphobe, and I never have been, um, but, I, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously weary just because of everything going on. Also, my sister-in-law is pregnant, so I'm, like, weary of being around her and then traveling. But on the same note, like, my best friend lives in Scotland, and I haven't seen her in, like, a year and a half. And it's just But And she's been, like, going through... It's I very much wanted to go, but, like, I can't, and I don't know when I would be able to. So, I don't know i guess i guess time will tell when it's eight when i'm when the actual like rules change then i think is when we'll see what people will actually do
2: i guess right. but then of course there are people who and like to each their own i mean if everyone's if anyone who's traveling is then you know quarantining and doing what they're supposed to do that's fine but i am weary of people traveling and then like going to the same store that we're going to and not and and didn't quarantine all it's just a very weird situation for everyone it's everyone has their own way of living and their own lifestyle and their own thing but like i don't know i look at things a lot differently now and do i want to be on a beach yes do i know when the next time i'm gonna go no maybe next summer when i can
3: drive there i don't know i don't know beaches in connecticut aren't great just fyi if you're not aware but i am obviously desperate to be able to see my boyfriend, but I, know. I, I mean, I have anxi- flight anxiety period. So that combined with my like distaste for being close to other human beings, period. And the germ factor, I just feel like it would be so much for me to handle. Like they, I would need to be in a straitjacket or something if I was on a plane because I, I would be freaking out.
1: Um, Yeah, you would be, like, one of those people that take way too many, like, Xanax and then is, like, (laughs) climbing the everything. Did you see that? I like a video of that, of, like, someone that definitely took way too many pills to, like, suppress their anxiety, and she's, like, trying to climb around the plane without touching the (laughs) ground. Like, Like the
2: the floor is lava.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally. That would be (laughs) And I would be the I one, think, like, sipping my martini, just like... You guys see this?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that would be me. If I could touch nothing, I, I just want to be able to teleport. And just where that train of thought of, was going, I just want to be able to blip in and out of different locations. And you guys... Like- surprise
2: that is being worked on Dina is working on a way for us to teleport it might be ready we're starting a new
1: teleportation device you can get it (laughs) Um, I wish we we just got off
2: of a long weekend it's like you know I know
1: and Mercury is back in retrograde so I'm just feeling we just
3: have like spaghetti brains right now it's not I
1: think the whole world does and you know what that's okay, because tonight is The Bachelor, so we don't have to think about things for two hours. It
3: all comes back to The Bachelorette.
1: All right, guys. So that is it for us. You can find me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram.
3: You can find me at dmichelle1l4es. <laughs> and you can find me at Barry Rosenfeld
2: on Instagram and also shop shopbetches on Instagram and also Bravo by Betches on Instagram and listen to Mention It All podcast Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays.
1: That was a good plug. That was a good plug. That was good. Also, yeah, make sure you follow The Bachelor and um, everyone's gay. But regardless, we will be right back with a very good interview with Ava Max and Dylan Hafer. So stick around.
6: Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to n u u l that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's n u u l y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes.
4: apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Rider jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting Lee.com. that's L-E-E dot com, that's L E E.com to shop spring looks now.
6: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
0: Guys, we are now joined by the one and only Ava Max. Ava, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today?
5: Um, I'm well. How are you?
0: <laughs> you know, doing doing good. It's October somehow already. Um another month in quarantine just living life. Just
5: living life. What are we doing?
0: You have had a lot going on in the last few weeks. Of course, your album Heaven and Hell is finally released. How how has it felt in the last couple of weeks having your project out in the world finally?
5: It's um, It's been a whirlwind of happiness, sadness, craziness. I don't know, like, it's just every emotion the last two weeks. But it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's been, it's been amazing. And the response to the album has been crazy. Like, everyone's been dancing to it. And I, I just love seeing all the videos.
0: It's, I feel like this year, even though we have been stuck inside and not, you know, living normal life for so much of it. We've had so much good pop music this year.
5: I agree, and, I agree, yeah.
0: You know, it's just so, it's, even if you can't, you know, be at the club dancing to the songs, yeah. like, maybe we would love to. It's like, is this is still what we need
5: What is a club?
0: <laughs> Honestly, who knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you actually came to the Betches office. I looked it up. I thought it was, like, six months ago. It was... A year and a half, last February, it was. (laughs) It was like you still like Sweet but Psycho was still you know happening in the U.S. I remember,
5: and everybody. It was so much fun. It was so cool.
0: It was great, but it's crazy because I was thinking that was like oh a few months ago you know whatever, and then I couldn't believe how long it's been, and you've had all of these singles that have come out in the time since then, and now that the album is finally here, it's like full circle, love that there's just like a full album we can listen to and enjoy.
5: Thank you. I mean, I'm just so happy it's out in the world. Um, this is just the beginning. I mean, I'm, I make music 24 seven, so I, I just can't wait to like release everything else too.
0: <laughs> what was, so obviously Sweet but Psycho was crazy international, huge hit. If, you, if you're if you listening and you're not really, like, super aware, Sweet But Psycho is the number one song in 22 countries. That's, <laughs> like, that's beyond.
5: I don't know how, how? that happened because I was a new artist at the time. So I don't know what. I, I always tell my mom, I'm like, it's 15 years of manifesting, I guess. That's what happens. But I really, I honestly don't know. I think, you know, people really clicked with the song. It hit a billion streams today, by the way.
0: That is... Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank that's,
5: you. I
0: <laughs> That's, like, bucket list, top-tier shit right there.
5: Honestly, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, can y'all not listen to this song anymore? It's too, like, no.
0: <laughs> it's actually funny, because I feel like it's one of those songs where you're like, okay, I've heard this song a million times, like, let me listen to something else, and then I hear it, and I'm still like, damn, this is catchy as fuck. <laughs>
6: it's
5: funny, because when, um, it's funny, because Circuit and I, we're listening to the song the night it came out in the car and we were like, Oh my God, this sounds huge. Like the night before and circuit is the executive producer. Um, right. He's everything on the album. But uh, anyway, so it was so funny. We were in the car and he goes, he goes, this is a hit. And I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, I don't know. Cause at the time there was no pop music out. There was no pop music out two years ago. And there was just like, like new music Friday was pretty much just hip hop and like some, mm-hmm. ending, you know what I mean? And so it was like very slow music or hip hop. So I'm like, we're, I'm like, you're kidding me, right? This is not gonna, I don't even think this is gonna do anything because it's just like so different from everything else. But hey, I love it. Let's put it out. <laughs> so he was like, he really was like, it's a hit. And I'm over here like, it's really strange because no one's released pop music <laughs> like, at all right now. So um, we kind of started back up pop music. And, and, and I feel like happy about that because now like everyone else is releasing pop music. And I feel like, Circuit, in a way, started it again. Because he's, you know, he's the king of yeah. I Yeah.
0: I want to talk about Circuit, because that is such a great partnership that you two have. And you've, you've known him for a long time. Can you talk about kind of how you guys started working together when you were so early in your career and he was already so established?
5: Yeah, so I actually I met him at like a friends gathering party thing. And I, you know, I, at the time when, you know, I wasn't touring, and well, I'm not touring right now because of quarantine, but when I was touring, so awkward. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, I don't even know what, what touring is now too. So, um, but yeah, I think I, I basically met him on his birthday and everyone in the room was like, someone sing him happy birthday. And my girlfriend like literally pushed me to sing happy birthday. Cause I'm, I'm at those things. I'm like, I don't, I like, I like lie. I'm like, I'm an interior designer. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm like I'm not a singer so it's like and so this is re- this was really awkward for me and so when I did it I had to do it again I sang it again because it was to Christina Aguilera and they wanted it soft like Marilyn Monroe and I was like I was like I was like you want me to sing happy birthday again and so anyway so I did it again and I didn't even know him at the time and so we kind of just like linked up and hung out after that and and we started making music. So it was like a random luck, like kind of night because at the end of the day, I've been, at that time I had been, you know, working with so many producers that were like, not cool. They weren't giving me back my songs I've been writing in the studio. They weren't giving me back any of my recordings. So at the time I was like, I I didn't like producers at the time. So he was very, very nice. And I was like, oh my God, this is nice for a change.
0: (laughs) What was it? Was it kind of intimidating for you as a newer artist to be working with someone who has hits with, you know, Katy Perry, The Weeknd, you name it, he's worked with them in pop music?
5: You know, it's funny, I, I didn't see it that way, because he's such a down to earth guy. And he's so cool. And chill. One, he's a genius. He can make a beat in like two minutes. He's crazy good. <laughs> so I was, I, just, I guess we just hit it off. as of like, yeah, friends.
0: And I think, so you guys were working together for a while before Sweet But Psycho even came out. And I think it's so funny because when somebody has a song like that, that it's somebody you don't know and it just blows up. Sometimes it's just like a girl with a computer who made a song. And you were like, you arrived as this like ready to go, you know, like pop star basically. And...
5: Yeah, It's strange. You know, can I tell you, everyone thinks it's like an overnight success. It's the complete opposite. I've had been singing since I've been like eight years old. I came out to California twice, not only once, but twice to try <laughs> and like make something of my future, I guess. And like, it's just like, you know, it's, it's been a long journey of ups and downs, literally of heaven and hell. <laughs>
0: Love that. <laughs> I, what, so what was kind of the process after Sweet But Psycho really popped off and you were kind of like, okay, moving forward, what's the next step? How, how was that kind of mentally after coming off of such a huge, maybe surprising success?
5: Okay, so 30 days after its release, it started going number one. So we were all freaking out and they're like, you know, everyone's like, you got to go to Europe. It's already number one in multiple places in Europe. I had never been to Europe. I'm like, I'm going on a plane to Europe for how many hours? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this sounds insane. I was like, but of course. Um, and so I go on the plane. It starts going number one. Everywhere I go, it started like, I was in Sweden. It was number two. It turned number one. Then I went to Finland. It was number two. It turned number one. Then I went to Norway. It was like everywhere I went, it started going number one. I was like, what is going on? Is this is someone pranking me? It was like <laughs> the craziest thing. I'm not even kidding you. And so, and then... Um, I was like, okay, we got to put on more music. So we started putting out So Am I and mm-hmm. a bunch of other music. So we, we really wanted, Sergen and I, because obviously he's executive producer, we really wanted to wait to release the album until we had a full body of work that really made sense. And at the time with Super Psycho, I didn't have a body of work. I just had some songs, you know, like some great songs that I really love. And um, so about a year and a half ago, I came up with the title Heaven and Hell. And we created a bunch of
0: songs. (laughs) It's cool hearing the full album, knowing that you kind of were working toward that body of work, that it really does, even the songs that you kind of had already at the beginning still feel like they fit into this, you know, full idea. But then you have more songs in there that kind of flesh it out. Like you have Heaven at the beginning of the album. Like obviously you have kind of the two sides. And so how much of that was... fully formed idea and then you were making songs around it or did you have i know you had a ton of songs and kind of were trimming them down
5: you know it's funny all the songs i made with circuit and countless songwriters and sessions those songs didn't make it right before super psycho you all the songs after super psycho that i wrote made it so it's like in a way it was kind of like it was like a boot camp of just writing for years
0: Yeah,
5: and a lot of people are like oh you spent years i'm like no, I actually was just writing a lot of music, but not specifically for Heaven and Hell. So after Stupid Psycho came out, I started writing more music, and that made sense for Heaven and Hell. So in real, in real time, it's been a year and a half, really. And so Belladonna, it's been all over the world. I've written songs all over the world. Like Belladonna, I wrote in Sweden. Tattoo was partly Sweden. And then LA, um, Heaven was the beginning of quarantine this year because we were supposed to release the album. Then I decided to... You know, decided yes. so to make an introductory track, but we added Heaven last minute. And um, it's funny, a lot of people are asking for Heaven part two, so stay tuned on that.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to expect some like B-sides or something, because I know there's more music in the Ava Max vault. <laughs> <laughs> it- um, I'm curious, so you're talking about traveling so much. I know both of your parents are from Albania. Have you been back there at all since, you know, all of this has happened?
5: no i have not we were supposed to go this year and so my my mom and dad they have so many relatives in albania i have relatives there that i haven't even met i'm like they like facebook message me i'm like oh oh yes that cousin yes i've never met you but i want to meet you like i've never met them (laughs) but they're so close with my parents because they grew up together back in albania so we were planning to go this year but then something called the coronavirus shut everything down and didn't happen.
0: Next year we gotta make it happen.
5: <laughs> I know. I have to go to Albania. It's ridiculous.
0: I feel like you're gonna be like selling out stadiums in Albania. Like I, <laughs> I feel like they're gonna be like max come.
5: <laughs> I can't. I, I just I love I love all the world. I'm I it's 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 insane how global Sweep of Psycho got and it kinda led me basically to all my fans and yeah, I feel really grateful.
0: So I want to talk about my favorite song off the album, which I, so I got, it's it's Naked.
5: Oh my
2: God. It's Naked.
0: naked. So I got a stream of the album a couple weeks before the release. And immediately I was like, this song is like the one. I love it so much. And then I kept listening to it. And then when I saw that you were making it a single and you put out a video, I was like, okay, good. She knows too. (laughs) I, it's so, I love this song because it feels different than everything else that's on the album, but at the same time, it still fits into the full picture. And
5: Really hard, it was hard to choose.
0: Can you, can you just talk about that song a little bit and kind of the, the vibe behind it and the lyrics and all of that and just kind of how it came together?
5: Yeah, so Naked is really just about, like, one, it's my most vulnerable song on the album because it's about being in a relationship and, you know, how we all are dating. And then it's kind of like, you know, they think or we think sometimes we know someone, but in reality, we don't know someone until we know their, like, mind and soul. Um, and that's, that's why they say, oh, wait till you're dating someone for a few months and then their true colors come out. So it's kind of like, in a way, this song is just that song to tell you like, hey, you can have all the sexual temptations you want with someone and have that connection sexually. But if you don't know their mind and soul, y- you know, if you don't know what's underneath, you don't know. I them.
0: The the lyrics, obviously, I think are relatable to everyone. It's, I mean, all your music is like so catchy. I think that's, yeah. that's the thing when you were saying it was hard to choose the next single. It's because like 90% of the songs on the album could be a single and so
5: thank you oh my god what's happening though i mean i haven't said this a lot it has a video and it's coming soon and i'm so excited
0: you're i feel like you really love doing the visuals your visuals are always on point
5: Thank you. Naked was, again, my most vulnerable visual. I feel like my fans are more used to seeing me all crazy and rah, like, like literally insane, like I am. So um, Naked was very like, um, I had to like tone it down which Mm -hmm. I am not used to. I'm like, how do you not do a growl face in a video? Like, (laughs) I'm like, you can take off all my clothes. I'm like growling. And Hannah is like, stop growling. This is not that song. I'm like, but it's in my body. I like want to growl. And so it was hilarious. We were like talking about how like I shouldn't growl in this video.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's another thing where you've already worked with some of the coolest people. Like Hannah Lux Davis is obviously a huge music video director, has worked with everyone. I I was personally very excited when I looked at the track listing and saw Charlie Puth on the songwriting credits. Oh my god, yes! Yeah, it's like Tattoo, like it's so, you know, I feel like you have, obviously, you know, you're, behind the writing, but then you also have such a great team kind of bringing it all together. Yeah,
5: Charlie and I are label mates. It's actually funny because Tattoo, I originally wrote um, when I first got to Europe for the first time in Sweden and I called it Black Shoes. It was like, I wear my black shoes. I don't take them off because if I do, then I become somebody I'm not. So I wrote it called Black Shoes. Then I got back to LA and we got in the studio and then with Jay Cash and finished the lyrics and then we ended up with tattoo instead of black shoes and then Charlie comes in and goes wait I'm gonna flip this verse and so you know so like the song has so many different lives and that's what I love about songwriting I'm an I'm a very like open book like I'm like you know if, if something is if we want to try something I'm so down for it you know I don't get like very mm-hmm. stingy on my writing if that makes sense
0: I love that because it's such a it's a completely different you know, story for the song, but you would never know from listening to it. And it could be, you know, there could be like a second version just living out there. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious, so with that in mind, like when you're working with Circuit, obviously you're working with him on songwriting and then he's also handling a lot of the production. Do you, does he come in with a beat and you kind of make something around that or do you start with lyrics? What's your process like with him?
5: So it's different. So it's funny last night I was in the studio and uh, he had a beat and I got on it and I did a bunch of melodies um, and literally words just came out with the melodies because sometimes that happens and it's like it mixes in and and sometimes I write a chorus or a bridge or a verse and that the first take is the one I take. It literally is like it just comes out so naturally like with lyrics and melodies and i don't have to sing it again isn't that crazy so like sometimes that happens and that's called a miracle <laughs> and then right and, right and then sometimes you just do, we just do melodies and i get on the booth again on his beat i i like i like putting down melodies first and then going into the lyrics
0: well and like what you were saying with him being able to come up with beats so fast and kind of you know just do all that stuff like If you have an idea you could come back in 15 minutes and it's a whole song like that's
5: oh yeah i mean it's pretty insane
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i'm curious now that the album is out what do you kind of see as your you know like next frontier what do you want to do i know it's like you can't really tour right now but where do you kind of see yourself going from here
5: basically a lot of music (laughs) I'm yeah. just gonna give you guys a lot of music and you know I'm recording a bunch right now um, but I think it's more so like for me I'm I'm thinking like one month at a time in a way like time frame like what I want to release so I just I have a lot of surprise coming up this year I'm excited
0: I think there's nothing there's nothing more exciting for a music fan to hear than just like there's gonna be music
5: be <laughs> way more music you thought the album was a lot Oh, you wait. <laughs> I
0: feel like that's also, like, because you've been, you know, like, Sweet Put Psycho's been out for, I think, almost, like, almost two years now. And it's like, you've had a lot of time to kind of, like, work on different things and play around and make songs and stuff. So it's like, yeah, like, when you released the album, that was it's one thing, but it's not just that. And then you disappear for a year and a half.
5: Yeah, for me, it's just the beginning. This debut album means, okay, It's kind of like, you know what's crazy about this? Because a lot of people say the album feels nostalgic of early 2000s. I grew up in the early 2000s. So for me, you know, I had been trying to make it, mind you, for 15 years. So my debut album had to have some early 2000s because I guess I didn't make it until 2018. But I still had that in me, I guess, because I had been trying for so long. So I had to put all my juice in this debut album of what I grew up on and what I think my debut album should be. So now that I got all the nostalgic stuff right away out of my way, I feel like this next album is gonna be like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. I feel a little, okay, I'm getting like some images in my head, you know, like getting excited. (laughs) I just
5: had to bring in, I had to, this debut album really resembles like what I grew up on, like the music I grew up on. And the pop music we heard in the early 2000s that I, in a way, like, I just remember, like, hearing, I, I remember hearing I Kissed a Girl for the first time in the radio. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is the coolest song ever. And, you know, so.
0: Well, I think the thing with with music like that is that obviously there are, like, certain kind of, like, trademark things that you hear that sound like that era. But at the same time, it's, like, every one of those songs just has a great hook. And, you know, like, the writing is just good the production like there's nothing about those songs that doesn't work anymore you know you can freshen it up and do it for 2020 or whatever but it's like i I'll still listen to i kissed a girl like i'll go listen to it right now probably
5: <laughs> yeah the, the thing with pop songs is they take a um, minute like they just take a minute it's not it's it's really rare for a song to be written in one day like salt was written in one day and so but everything else it took like it takes time so i think the patience is what it kills sometimes. We're like, oh, like as a songwriter, I just want to put it out right away.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: But um, holding on to it is a tough one.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like the your album, you know, you took your time with it and it's finally here. And it's, you know, I feel like it's exactly what people were hoping for. It's, you know. Thank
5: you. Thank you. It's
0: exciting. And it feels, you know, fully realized. Like it's not just... I feel like sometimes I would guess as a new artist, there can be pressure to kind of just get the, get the album out. And I I think.
5: think, Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I did not want to do that, so.
0: Well, well, now you've given us a little, I would say sneak um, idea of what we might be expecting in the future. And I'm very excited for that. But meanwhile, everyone should continue to listen to Heaven and Hell, which is now available wherever you listen to music.
5: (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Ava,
0: this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining us today.
5: You are so sweet. Thank you. Are you in New York? Yeah. You are? Oh my God, I miss New York.
0: (laughs) you'll you'll have to come to new york and i'll have to come to la when everything is chill again well oh,
5: but at the same time because we got to see each other
0: <laughs> of course yeah we gotta we gotta do another betches hq performance for sure
5: oh my god thank you
0: ava thank you so much for joining us this was so fun
5: same that this has been fun it's like i just literally woke up like an hour ago i'm like yes i'm ready to go <laughs>
0: Love it. Got to kick off the day on a good note. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. That's it for this week of At Betches. You can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.